Welcome to Training for Manhood, an ongoing exploration and adventure intended to be fast, fun, and formative for guys who desire to be the best men they can. Young or old, there are always areas for improvement, growth, and maturity. We hope you'll pay attention and put into practice the useful advice you hear on this podcast. But remember, the goal isn't just to listen, but to do what you learn. Welcome to Training for Manhood. All right, welcome back to Training for Manhood. This is Dan Panetti. I've got a good friend, um, Ben Rogers, with me. Ben, welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, um, and it, I, I wanted to have a conversation, and I was kind of describing to Ben, <laughs> like, where I wanted to go with this conversation. He kind of gave me that look like, yeah, that totally makes sense. So we're going we're gonna to start the conversation, and we're going to kind of see where it goes and, uh, and see if it's, if it's good. But I was reading, this is where it started from, I was reading in, uh, in 1 Samuel, um, about the life of David. I'm kind of preparing because I'm teaching on the life of David. And before David comes Saul, King Saul. Um, and there's a really kind of interesting story about Saul. The very, very first time that we're introduced to Saul, um, you know, the nation of Israel wanted a king. Samuel was kind of upset by that. But God said, hey, don't worry about it. You know, I've got a guy, you know, I'm going to I'm going to go direct you to him. And so Samuel goes to this particular city. And it, it just so happens that Saul's dad, who's a wealthy, you know, um, you know, landowner, um, he loses some donkeys. Uh, and so he tells Saul, hey, take a servant and go find the donkeys. And so Saul goes out and he's looking for the donkeys and they can't find the donkeys. Um, and eventually he says to the servant, hey, we should, we should go back, right? Because my dad's probably getting worried about us and he'll worry more about us than he will about the donkeys. Um, and the servant says, hey, there's a, there's a prophet right? You know, kind of a seer, kind of a, like, you know, the religious guy and, and he's here. Um, wh- why don't we go see him and see if he has any advice? And so, um, Saul, a couple of things, right? Saul one doesn't know that he's there, which is, which is kind of like, if you think about Samuel at the time in the nation of Israel, if he's in town, it's kind of like, um, like the King of England being in town and you not knowing it. So it's like the fact that Saul doesn't know it and his servant does is kind of funny. Hmm. But then Saul says, well, you know, I don't have any money to give him because it would be something where you'd offer something like, hey, I'm asking for your advice, right? Here's some money. Um, and the servant says, oh, don't worry, I've got money. And I'm like, <laughs> like, like, oh, my goodness. You're like, So Saul's the son of the wealthy landowner. He doesn't have any money, but the servant does. And I just thought, how funny, right, that the first time we meet the guy who's going to be king, the description of him is really kind of a letdown. Is really kind of a, you know, he doesn't really understand things. And I thought in my mind, I was like, you, you know what he doesn't have? He's, he doesn't have very good situational awareness. And when my mind said that, I immediately thought, it's like, oh, wait, where have I heard that before? Situational awareness. I was like, I've, I've heard it from like, anytime I pick up a, a book from a Navy SEAL or a military guy, they're always talking about situational awareness. And so I was like, well, Ben, right, has military background, policeman, right? I was like, do you know anything about situational awareness? And your response was, Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, like that's, yeah, that's my bread and butter. That's what I do. <laughs> so that's that's something that's definitely ingrained in us day one of, uh, you know, training in the military. Basic training, they start digging on you for attention to detail, situational awareness, and it brings everybody kind of on the same level, yeah, no matter so, where you came so, from. But I was, that's, a, that's the question. was like, what does that mean? What, what does that mean, situational awareness? Like when you start getting trained in it, Right. Is, is your situational awareness different than my situational awareness? What does that mean? How can I develop it? Is it something that as a, as a man, I should be paying attention to, right? I should be saying, Hey, I don't have very good situational awareness. I need to, I need to work on that. So what, what does that mean? What's the training that you would go through to kind of develop that in your, in your, 
you know, in your life? Well, for the military, basically, um, they keep you on edge all the time. Okay. And it's, they might come in at three in the morning and start banging on trash cans, um, checking if people are sleeping during fire guard. That's obviously a major breach of situational awareness when you're the guy that's protecting a hundred guys that are trying to sleep. Yeah. So, um, I mean, you get a bunch of high schoolers coming into the military that all they want to do is play video games, sleep in late, not do their chores. They definitely got to get your attention. So there's a 15-week process of just constantly digging into you. You're trying to eat lunch. They come in, scream at you, you're done, get out, get in line, and you start getting smoked. Um, It basically just gets everybody, no matter what your background is, back in in line with everybody else. Okay. So the, so the concept for you is that I'm not now self-absorbed, right? My entire, right. my entire world isn't about just my pleasure, my personal pleasure, my personal comfort. It's now there's a, there's a world going on around me and I'm a part of something bigger than just myself. Exactly. Okay. So, so how, how do then, right. As you develop that situation awareness, right. What does that lead then to, like, what, what does that mean for you as you go out into the world? So that's the, that's the team mentality mm-hmm. part of it. You know, obviously the military is all about teamwork, not about self, about yep. all of us. Obviously, at some point I left the military. Mm-hmm. And you can either take what you took, took from the military or you can just leave it there and go be a lazy slob again. So <laughs> We call those civilians, right? Yeah, well... <laughs> All high schoolers, right? Let's okay. be honest. Okay, gotcha. Um, I mean, obviously, there's some freaks out there that are just um, working hard every yeah. morning. Cross-country yeah. runners out there at 6 a.m. getting after it when they're 17, but that's not most of us. Yeah. So I got out, you know, definitely scaled it down a notch. I'm not getting up at 4 a.m., running, ruck marching, all that. But um, in comes police work. You kind of have to be self-aware when you're doing police work you got to be looking around at the cars around you who's in them how are they responding looking at you are they nervous um there's definitely a safety factor still involved there right but i think as it translates to as it translates to manhood you got to be self-aware of all factors of your life your finances your children your your home life, mm-hmm. work life balance. You have to be self-aware of where you're placing your priorities. So you get your safety factor of knowing what's going on around you. Mm-hmm. Can't have your head buried in your cell phone all the time right. when you're walking around because someone's going to victimize you. Um, but you also got to be aware of balancing all of your different life responsibilities. Now, have you started to develop a a situational awareness concept with your own family and your own kids. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just wondering, you know, um, do you wake them up at 4 o'clock in the morning by banging the trash cans? Or is there is there a different concept that you start to develop, right, as you're raising your own kids so that they're not completely self-absorbed, but they understand they're part of a team, right. they're part of a family? Yeah, you kind of, I mean, with the different ages, you got to explain things a different way. But there's, I mean... I'm definitely more paranoid than most people just based on the experiences that I go through every day. So I'll point some things out that most people probably aren't noticing around them as we're out and about. Like, okay. check out that guy. Does that look normal to you? I don't know. Well, let me explain why it's not normal. So <laughs> I'll get into those kinds of things with him. But then there's the more 
basic level things at the house. Uh, why are your toys on the floor? Mm-hmm. Didn't I tell you to pick up your toys 30 minutes ago? Isn't this the fourth time? Are you even listening to me? Do you understand what comes next? The punishment phase. Yeah. So uh, there's there's different levels to it. And no, I'm not waking them up at 4 a.m. with the trash cans. But I'm definitely getting their attention in different ways. Yeah. What would you say, um, and we, we've, we've, you've mentioned the high school kid who's just playing video games. <laughs> so, so he goes to college, right? Mom and dad pay for that. He plays video games all the way through, graduates with 1.9, comes, comes back home. He's living, you know, in his parents' basement. Um, what would you say to that kid who's like, okay, I, I'm done, right? Ben, uh, you know, help, help me out here. How do I begin to develop that? Now, the military um, will take you <laughs> and will force you through this particular right gauntlet, whether you want to go through it or not. So right. that's, that's one way of doing right. it. What, what if you didn't want to go through the military and learn these particular things? Are there things that you might suggest to a young man that you would say, hey, listen, here's, here's a couple steps that you can kind of begin to implement right. to develop this awareness Right. This um, other centeredness um, that, you know, the military has kind of taught me a couple of things. But instead of using right, the bang in the you know, garbage can at four o'clock in the morning, maybe you try this. Sure. What would you suggest to a young guy? Uh, I think it all begins with self-discipline. OK. Um, nobody's going to make you great. Uh, the military is obviously going to bring everyone to a certain level because you have to. You don't have a choice. Right. You can't say no. You can't quit. But you need to have your own self-discipline to get what you want in life. Okay. Either you're going to be a winner or you're going to be nobody. So it's it's just a matter of having that eye-opening moment of where am I now? Where am I trying to get to? How am I going to get there? I mean, you, you have to have some self-awareness of who you are, what you're capable of, and where you're going. And that starts with some self-motivation, just getting up, doing something small every single day and growing day by day until you're where you want to be. Yeah. Now, you know, um, was it McRaven? Is that, am I saying his name right? He was the president at UT, right? And he was the one who started with that book, you know, Make Your Bed. Um, And his concept was the military taught him to do small things so that you've accomplished something. So as you go out in the day... Right. Even the, even if the day is a complete exactly. failure, you've accomplished something. Yep. But usually, when you start the day accomplishing something, it's easier to accomplish something else. Exactly. It's usually it's usually easier to accomplish two or three or four when you've started with one. But if you don't start with one, right, you can go through a whole day and not accomplish anything. So, yep. did you kind of take some of those principles that you learned in the military and kind of roll them into civilian sure. life? And uh, there's all kinds of great self help books out there and. Everybody's got their opinions and tips. Um, But one thing that's worked for me is just sitting down, writing down my goals. Where do I want to be in six months? Where do I want to be in a year? Where do I want to be in five years, ten years? If you don't have a goal set in mind, you're never going to get there because you're running towards nothing. Or you're going to quit real fast. Um, But like you said, getting up. And doing the important things first thing in the morning, getting them knocked out, that's a huge deal. Yeah. Because you get, after lunchtime, you still haven't worked out yet, you're probably not going to work out that yeah. day. Yeah. You're not going to start doing the hard stuff on the back end of doing hard stuff all day. Yeah. So you got to get up, have that self-discipline, do it right off the bat. Um, 
or it's just not going to happen. If you don't do it Monday, you're going to feel bad on Tuesday that you didn't do it. You're not going to do it Tuesday. And by the time Friday comes along, you haven't done anything and your whole week, week is just ruined. So self-discipline and self-awareness, I think, go hand in hand. Um, you, you just have, you can't rely on anybody else to make you into something. It all begins with you. Yeah. Now you did say um, that the military teaches you a team concept. So what, uh, you know, we're, we're talking to a, a single 24-year-old guy, right. right? What what team is he on? What what motivates him beyond himself? How can he identify with something larger than himself so that he gets some push and some motivation, right? Like sure. uh, what, what happens if all of my friends are, are lazy and playing video games too? Um, you know, what happens if, you know, uh, I don't really have people around me? Uh, that are helping to encourage me and and pursuing the best for me. How does how does he develop that team mentality? Well, hopefully he's got a job. Uh, if he doesn't, then <laughs> let's, I think we're, let's we start got, there. Okay, we, we've already got a problem. Yeah. <clears throat> so um, that's going to be kind of a self-correcting problem, probably at work, okay. where he's not performing to the standard that he's been told he needs to perform mm-hmm. to, or his lack of work is trickling down to other people having to pick up his work. That's something that military or civilian world, your boss is going to be chewing, chewing you out over not getting things done. On the personal level, I would say he's probably looking at starting a family sometime soon. If he hasn't already, your family is your team. It's your most important team. If you're not taking care of your stuff, you're being lazy. How are you taking care of your spouse, your Mm -hmm. children, your home responsibilities, those things are going to take care of themselves. And as the man, I think you kind of need to have everything categorized and taken care of, whether your kids are taking care of it or not. If they're not, you still got to get stuff done. Yeah. The house still got to be cleaned. Uh, lawn still got to be cut. You know, So all that responsibility, responsibility ultimately is going to fall back to you. Um, just you got to learn how to get your kids to kind of take over certain responsibilities a little bit at a time, but you, you still got to be the team leader there and make sure it all gets done. Cause ultimately uh, that, that's another military concept is the team leader is ultimately responsible sure. for the, bucks, the mission. The buck stops here, yeah, the right? mission Some, gets accomplished or it doesn't. Yeah. So did the lawn get mowed this week or did it not? I don't care if you told your kid to do it. It's not done. Yep. So you yep. should have done it. Yep. Yeah. So that's, uh, I think, um, one of the things kind of growing up, you know, that I began to realize was a lot of manhood um, is um, a thousand little decisions that never get praised, never get attention, um, that just simply need to be done. Right. right? You know, the, the monotony of just, it has to be done. Somebody's got to do it. So that would be you. Um, and I think, you know, we, we kind of glorify the concept of, you know, life is about these major accomplishments or major decisions. And I'm usually like, well, they're usually an, you know, an additive of all the small things that got done. Right. And then you look back and you go, oh, look, that was a, a major accomplishment. But really it was, it was just a bunch of small things that you did and you were faithful to and you were consistent to. And, you know, you didn't quit and you didn't give up. And all of a sudden, right, two right. years from now, it's like, oh, it was kind of a major thing. Um Anything that you do, um, kind of like small details that you've kind of, um, small disciplines that you've kind of put in your life that you might recommend for some guys? Sure. 
I think fitness is um, probably the biggest factor that relates to self-discipline. Um, it's one of the things you can kind of control. Right. Right. So, uh, you, If you're physically fit, you're emotionally fit. If you're physically fit, you're going to be more spiritually fit. You're going to feel better. You're going to be better in every way. You're going to be more confident. You're going to be getting things done. So I think physical fitness, starting out your day every day is the fastest way to improve your life. So that's something that I've, you know, the, the military, it's another thing. It makes you do it every day. Makes you do it. I wonder why. Yeah. They know, they know that that's the secret to sure. success. Sure. So you, when I got out, I had a choice. Am I going to keep doing this or am I going to say, I didn't like that. I don't want to do that anymore. Yeah. So for a little bit, I didn't do it anymore. And I started to feel <laughs> like a slob, you know, yeah. I just, I didn't feel good all the time. Yeah. I was sleeping in not getting things done. So I implemented it back into my life. And, you know, I've, I've been doing that per, for 12 or 14 years since I got yeah. out. So yeah. I think that's one of the cool things too, though, is, is that realization of, um, you know, you, you can start something and try it. Right. And, you know, you can go out wow, yeah, that didn't work well and you can, ju- you can adjust and you can try something else. Um, but there are some core principles, um, that you have to say, regardless of whether I like it or not, um, so physical fitness, right? R- regardless of where you are on this scale, um, you can get better. Exactly. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, I'm, I, we're not talking about, hey, I want to be a marathon runner. That's fantastic. If you're already, you know, that far down the line, <laughs> right? But if you're like, hey, I just want to go walk for a couple of miles every day, then, then go do that. Right. Right. So if you haven't started and you're like, hey, what's, you know, what's step one? What's square one? Like knock that out. Right. And then, exactly. you know, maybe in a couple of years, you're knocking something out. And then, you know, a couple of years, you're like, you know, I'm doing 40, you know, pull ups. It's like awesome. <laughs> it's yeah. like, but you got to start somewhere. Um, so, physical fitness, you know, that's a component. Sit down, put some goals together, have an evaluation. Um, you know, a good gym is going to have a great trainer there for you, right? Yep. Somebody who's going to have you kind of walk through, do an assessment. Um, I know in Dallas, we've got like, you know, Cooper. Uh, aerobic center, right? And you can go down, you can get, you have Cooper, which is, you know, the world's, you know, premier, um, you know, health and fitness place right. where I am. And they'll, they'll run you through the thing and they'll tell you at the end of the day, Hey, here's what you need to do. And here's how to get it done. So there's, there's some people out there that are going to help you uh, along that. Um, I think, you know, the aspect of physical fitness goes along with your eating. Um, you know, yep. what, what are you putting into your body? What are the fuels that you're doing? Um, what about from a, um, a mental health standpoint, right? Do you read? Oh, not as much as I should. Okay. Um, I'll definitely spend some time in front of the TV more than I should. But I'll, uh, I spend time reading to the kids every night. Oh, yeah. So that takes up an hour and a half of my time. That's good stuff. So, yeah, yeah I'm reading, <laughs> but it's not, it's not really quality reading. But, that, I mean, people that read are the smartest people in the world. Yeah. You, you've got to do it. I think that's another thing you should be doing first thing in the morning, maybe before bed to wind down. Yep. Get your brain right, um, but it'll definitely make you more self-aware of everything you're doing. Mm-hmm. I mean, start your day with physical exercise, with spiritual time with God, mm-hmm. reading the Bible, and you're you're going to start to realize how much you do or do not understand about what God's trying to tell you. Yeah. And you're not going to get there unless you're diving into his word. Yep. So yep. those are the two two most important things in the morning. And I'm being a little bit hypocritical if I'm not reading the Bible every morning, and I'm not right now. But 
I think it needs to be done, especially from a young man's standpoint, starting a family. Yeah. Now, in, in terms of family, let's just throw one more thing on top of that. Um, what's your situational awareness in terms of, um, like, where your family life is, you know, marriage, paying attention to things like that? Um, you know, we're talking mostly to, to young men, but young men get married, and so they have, right, spouses. And um, do you apply that same situational awareness to the, the relationship that you have with your wife, kind of paying attention to what's going on and, and picking up on things that other guys oh, aren't yeah. picking up on? How has that kind of played into the relationship? I mean, you're, marriage gets difficult at times, mm-hmm. so you're going to get real good at looking at your spouse or speaking with your spouse and realizing where are we at right now? It's She's going to make it quite evident if things are good or if they're not good. So <laughs> You need to be picking up yeah, on this if, stuff, If right? you're not being self-aware, she's going to make you aware yeah. real fast. Yeah. So You need to pick but, up what she's putting down. I mean, if, as relationships go on over time, it's not the honeymoon phase forever. Right. So right. you have to be, as, in a self-awareness standpoint, am I taking her on dates regularly or have I been slipping for the past six months? Mm-hmm. Have I been doing my duty um, to take care of her, to give her attention, especially mm-hmm. when you got a million kids? You're both kind of feeding into the kids yeah. all the time. Yeah. You, you have to step back and think, am I giving enough time to her as yeah. well or him, um, if, if it's the, the wife's standpoint. So I think it's a good idea every day to kind of at least weekly sit down and look at where am I at with my fitness? Where am I at with my family? Where am I at with my job? This is where I want to be. This is where I'm trying to be. How do I get from point A to point C? Am I doing good? Do I need to step it up in this area? Maybe pull back over here, balance all those things out. If you're not doing that on a regular basis, you're going to find that you're slipping in one of those areas. Right. Right. So that's why, I mean, when, uh, it's funny. That's what I was thinking of in terms of like situational awareness right. is just that, um, do you recognize the things that are happening around you? Right. Um, and you've been trained to recognize probably a, a, a vast, you know, variety of things that, that I have not been trained to recognize. Um, but yet for just, you know, success as a man, there's probably a, a core group of things that we should all be trained to recognize. Um, and those are how you're right. doing in these, in these core fundamental areas. Um, and so I, you know, I think that's just, you know, that's, that's when I was reading the story of Saul, I was just like, dude, this guy's missing it. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean, and, and then the, the funny thing is, you know, you flip the page, right. And the next thing we see is he becomes King and he becomes the leader. And I'm thinking we're probably going to have the same problems with his lack of situational awareness to the condition, right. If he can't keep track of, um, his own life, how's he going to do as a leader keeping track of the nation? And we begin to see that reality kind of spills right. itself out. And the next thing we know, a couple chapters later, he's not the king anymore. So, right. I think, yep. you know, just a good reminder for us um, in that concept is if, if you're not taking care of these fundamental things and you're not paying attention to these things, there are going to be consequences. They may not be immediate, but they'll eventually be there. Um, military had somebody obviously speaking things into you that you weren't aware of. Right. Um, I think as guys, we probably need to have a group of guys um, around us that can speak truth into those situations um, because we all have blind spots. Um, you know, you and I have a, a spouse um, that's great about speaking truth into our lives, right? That can tell us those areas where we're not doing well. And I think kids are kind of a, an interesting thing because they're, 
they're little miniature versions of you. And if you really pay attention to how your kids um, act and what they pick up on, you begin to see, right, a lot of the things that you see in them are just reflections of what they've seen you do. Right. So if you're kind of picking up on like that, where'd you learn that? And like, how'd you get that? And what, you know, it's like, I'm just reflecting you back to you. So that's a great thing just to kind of pay attention to, right, you know, in in your family life. I mean, obviously kids haven't been trained as well, right? But, you know, they pick up on things. And and I think it's a good reminder to us as a man, just pay attention to your kids, right? They're reflecting back to you a lot of the things that you're teaching them, those particular principles. So any last words to our guys out there just in terms of situational awareness? Oh, we do have a saying in the military that... I think kind of sums it all up. Complacency kills. You get complacent in any portion of your life, it'll ruin you. So yeah, um, take it small bites at a time. Get get each little thing set out on a on a whiteboard or something, so you have a visual of where you want to be. And every day, just reflect: Where am I at now? Where am I? Where am I trying to get to? How did this week go? How did this month go? And if you stick with it, eventually you're going to get there. Yeah. Um, but get off your phone when you're out walking around. Get off your phone when you're driving around. That stuff is a big, big issue um, as far as self-awareness. That stuff is getting people killed. You know, It's the little things all the way up to the big things. Yeah, amen to that. So yeah, complacency kills. That's a that's a great way of putting it. That's a nice yep. summary of the. <laughs> if you're if you're not paying attention to something, it's probably going to be a problem. That's right. In a little while, right? And how big of a problem it's going to be? Well, it's how long have you ignored it? That's right. That's awesome. Well, Ben, I appreciate your time. Thanks for you know just sharing a little bit about your experience and some hopefully some encouragement uh, and a challenge to some guys out there. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. You bet. Thank you for listening to Training for Manhood. If you found the conversation to be valuable, make sure to rate us where you listen to podcasts. Also, check out additional content on our website, trainingformanhood.com. That's training4manhood.com. Until next time, in the words of King David, be strong and show yourself a man.